Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Final half hour of the show brought to you by World of Spas. Reminder, you can float us a text at 780-496-0063. The Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll get to those in a few minutes here. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, so much more. Get a $10 bonus for every $50 gift card purchased until December 31st. Visit royalpizza.ca. Okay, it is time for our head Headliner to talk about their headline event. This one always <laughs> such a spectacle. I can't believe they pack the house the way that they do for this one, but I shouldn't be so surprised. It's it's just how we do things in Northern Alberta. It's for a great cause, just like the 50-50s are. Here is Teddy Bear Toss Night, and to talk about that, we bring aboard the Edmonton Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Kevin Radomski, who, as I said, is our headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, the best you ever tasted search for w-i-l-h-a-u-k today kevin always a pleasure to talk to you how are you doing tonight i'm great how are you excellent thank you very much you've got to be very excited now with nothing standing between you and the oil kings organization except uh, what about 48 hours and then it's <laughs> teddy bear toss night which as we know kevin that's really the marquee isn't it there's no question. Like when you think of all the games that we play and, and like junior hockey is all about having fun, those theme games, but there's nothing that's more linked to our team than teddy bear toss. And for those who have never been, we wear a specialty Jersey. And if you haven't seen these, these jerseys that we're going to wear on Friday evening, the only way I can tell you it's like a barrage, a collage and a montage of bears. And it's all about the bears. Since we started doing the teddy bear toss back when we returned to the WHL in 2007, we've collected just over 148,000 bears. So they're fantastic fans. We're going to go over 150,000 bears collected for 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous. And that all happens this Friday. And, of course, the jerseys that we're wearing, we're going to auction and raffle those off with those proceeds also supporting 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous. Yeah, it's been a, a very successful 16 years worth of this initiative. And as you say, the, the kids love it. The adults love it. Everybody <laughs> anticipates what the jerseys are going to look like. As always, these ones are spectacular. But I mean, you better hurry if you want to see this because 16,500 tickets have already blown off the shelves. There's no question. And when we talk about we have the best fans and we're in the best market, this is proof of that. And to say that we, we play in an NHL building and we're privileged to play in Rogers Place, let's just start there. But to say that for junior hockey in Edmonton, that we've already sold over 16,500 tickets, we have under 2,000 tickets remaining for Friday's game. If you've never been, the games are really fun. They're lots of, they're lots of energy. They're loud. They're great for the family. And they're very, very accessible. $20 a seat can get you into the Oil Kings. And we also have kids' food combos. We have eight different kids' food combos that are $10 or less. So the value that you have doesn't stop when you buy the ticket. And, of course, on Friday evening, it's all about the bears. So bring bears with you, new bears. Put them in bags so that they don't get wet on the ice. We also will have bags on the concourse. And as soon as we score that first goal, 
It's nothing like you've ever seen. Thousands upon thousands of bears rain down from Rogers Place onto the ice. It's a spectacle. And obviously with it up towards, say, 18,000 tickets sold by the end of this, you're raining bears down right from the nosebleed level. Like, they are coming <laughs> right out of the sky. So no doubt it's it's uh, it's a spectacle. And, yeah, it's, it's just as far as, like, parameters, Kevin. So clear plastic bag, uh, there's got to be a couple of restrictions or anything that you know, people might want to know if they are going to bring something they wouldn't normally bring, obviously, to the hockey rink. Yeah, and that's the, the beauty of junior hockey is we, we've kind of relaxed uh, the position of the building. So usually when you come to Oilers games or concerts, it's very strict, very stringent. But for the Oil Kings games, we're able to relax that because it's all about bringing in as many bears as we can. And Santa's Anonymous has went uh, out of their way. Unfortunately, they're setting their own records, and their own records are the most people that they've ever had asking for their services. People who have never asked for the support of 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous are now reaching out saying, hey, listen, I need a little help at Christmas time to help bring that Christmas magic. And that's where we're hoping the fans, if you've got your, your tickets, to Friday night, this Friday at Rogers Place, please bring multiple bears. They don't have to be big. They can be any size you want. We ask that they're new. And then we'll ask that you tie them in a plastic bag. Like I said, if you have bags at home, you want to tie them together, great. If not, come on in. We have plastic bags waiting for our customers. And as you as you come in, you'll be able to hold them. Last year, we scored in the third period, where there was uh, eight minutes into the third period, a little nervous. We scored goals as early as one minute into the game. So you definitely want to arrive early. Doors are at 6 o'clock on Friday. The puck drops at 7, and it's going to be so much fun. Like It's a lot of work, but I'm telling you, everybody behind the scenes has a smile from ear to ear because this is what it's all about. This is junior hockey, and you will not have more fun for a family than you will on Friday night. No, and such a kickoff for the holiday season as well. Talking about the uh, teddy bear toss game with Oil Kings Director of uh, Business Operations, Kevin Radomski. Uh, over 20,000 children are going to benefit from this in our city. It's it's such an important thing and obviously so tied to, to uh, our company here kevin I, I appreciate you taking some time and and uh, keeping this relationship going and and anything else i know you just kind of went through the coles notes of it but before i let you go here any other pertinent stuff for for people to know ahead of that seven o'clock puck drop downtown on friday night all you gotta do is go to oilkings.ca we'll make it real easy for you there's a big banner at the top you can click there but we really we, we hope that we we can sell out the building but more than anything, we hope that we can get lots of bears. We hope the jerseys that we wear go for a lot of money because everything goes to right here at Edmonton to support 630 Chad Sounds Anonymous. It's not going anywhere else but in our community, supporting our neighbors, supporting our friends, supporting our coworkers. That's what it's all about. And we get to have thrilling WHL hockey with the Everett Silvertips. You only come here every two years. So it's just like great opponent, great night this Friday. Great ticket price at $20 and a great time for families. We hope that you come in. Yeah, check the standings in Everett's right near the top of, uh, of the Western Division. <laughs> yeah, so should, good. should be a good one to check out. Kevin, thank you so much for the time. I wish you guys the best of luck on Friday night. Thanks so much. All right, Kevin Nerodomsky is the Director of Business Ops for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, how much we love 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. You know that we uh, bring Angel Benedict on. We get the whole thing going. Um, really, I guess the Toys on the Turf Night is our unofficial kickoff to the holiday season but you get this in the hockey season and there really is nothing quite like that scene they do it in calgary but you know we can do it here better i think bakersfield as a matter of fact just broke 
a record of some kind for bears tossed on the ice. But it's all in support of Christmas. You know what to do. You get a great hockey game as a result as well at like $20 a ticket. Not too bad. Okay, Reed Wilkins is going to check in after one final timeout here on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Reed Wilkins tends to bring out my weird or creative side. Oh, and good. I'm just sitting here thinking about what a catastrophe it could be if you got a ticket to the teddy bear toss game and you had one of those like eight to nine foot tall bears that you can get from Costco. Don't it, br- you can't no. But but what if you tried? I, I mean, I we don't have to put it, it in a bag. <laughs> Maybe a couple of bags. Point being, if there's no way you'd be able to launch that onto the ice, right? Well, half of it would be passed down. You'd have to get it passed down. Okay. I I like that. <laughs> like, I, 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 some kid needs that. You got to crowd surf the bear yes. like he's at a pearl. That's jam what I was concert. thinking of. Crowd surf. I was going to say like a mosh pit, but yeah, it'd be you'd have to crowd surf the eight foot bear down to glass level, and then it would get heaved over the glass. But we're looking for traditional size teddy bears for 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. Are you going to be live from that game on Friday night? I'm not. No, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just checking in. Um, wow. The Oilers are a lot different than the last time we spoke. And we, we figured there was a turnaround coming at some point. And I, I think it's funny that there's a line that Frank Saravalli says in the beginning of this show intro that says at some point, Connor McDavid is going to take this team on his back, et cetera, et cetera. And right. there's a little bit of that here. Obviously, 12 points in three games is going to help fuel the fire. Uh, but a lot of things have started to turn, and it seems like the the tension has been released at long last from this team. Now, eight games into the Knobloch regime and 21 games into the season. Well, they're 5-3 and three under Knobloch. They're 6-3 and three in their last nine. For me, one thing was very simple because those four games they lost in a row after the Heritage Classic, their shooting percentage was something like 4.8, which is otherworldly low and not going to last when you have this much talent on the team and that type of a power play. So we've seen them now score quite a bit. I mean, even the games they lost on the road trip, they scored. You know, they were getting to three or four goals. Uh, So we're seeing the offense click a little more. Certainly McDavid has absolutely blazed the life here. And they are making fewer mistakes. I mean, they're still concerning players I think <laughs> we've seen Bouchard play a little better I, I heard what Friedman was saying about Nurse as well and we know that that's you know part of Darnell's game he can try to do a little too much with and without the puck I mean he's much more under control uh, you know these last three games Bouchard's been pretty under control hasn't been getting caught in the neutral zone or giving the puck away so yes they are doing better I know the endless debate is going to be how much is coaching and how much is just the players concentrating a little more quite frankly I think it's a little bit of both I think they snapped to attention with the new coach I, I think we're still going to see who Knobloch is as a coach. Uh, he is still, even though he took over the team 
when they had a bad record, he still really hasn't gone through a bad stretch himself as the coach. Eventually that'll happen. We'll see how he handles it. And I think he has a bit of a different tactical approach than Woodcroft, who I think was, well, I know was very detailed and very tactical oriented. Uh, I think Knobloch might be a little bit different and he might get it across a little bit differently. And again, this is not saying one guy is right or wrong. Sometimes the message is just different. And I mean, we've seen in each of the last two games, uh, well, what have we seen now? Three face-off plays lead to goals that I can think of. The nurse stretch pass to Nuge against Anaheim. The McDavid to Hyman for the or for the one-timer was off a face-off win in the offensive zone. And then... You know, the Gagne one was a set play, right, to get the puck on that from that angle, and his shot happened to go in. And they were working on stuff like that at practice today, uh, like very much just drop the puck, do it, like, and then five seconds later, start over with, like, just, okay, we got to get this down, right, off a certain type of faceoff. Yeah. So, which which is good, right, because that's an opportunity to jump on a team if you can get the puck where, where you want it to be. Ryan McLeod continues to underwhelm and it seems like you can always shift focus to a different underperformer uh, but I, I'm looking at a stat here that says per 60 minutes played uh, he is third no second in the league in terms of distance traveled okay so per 60 really? minutes Ryan McLeod he skates 17 kilometers per 60 minutes and he plays about 15 minutes okay. a game Dylan Holloway is right behind him ahead of him is only Jack Hughes. What does he accomplish when he's out there skating around like that? It's 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 just not it's not an awful lot as we know on the offensive side of things. And then you see him get burned at a pretty critical time of the defensive end of things last night. Um, this is a player who I wonder if, and I don't mean to sound too harsh about this, but if you don't have a lot of roster flexibility come deadline time and you need more production, I wonder if he he's you know playing himself out of Edmonton in that sense. Well, I don't know if I'm ready to say that. Quite yet, um, but I mean, certainly we've seen Hamlin get some opportunities in games in McLeod's spot. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd like it's it's always a fine line, right? Because the same thing with Bouchard and anybody in general. Like, I I don't like making a hockey team all about one player because okay. it's such a complex game. Having said that, sometimes there is a player like Bouchard earlier this season who is repeatedly making the same type of mistake over and over again, mm-hmm. and you have to talk about it. I mean, I just McLeod just needs to get to the net, and he just needs to be stronger in front of his own net. Now, I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure he's been told that. And yes, getting to the net in the NHL is very difficult, but that's, that's kind of how you make a name for yourself, mm-hmm. or you at least got to do it some of the time like Elliot gave a good example hockey is this isn't exactly the way he put it but I understood what he was saying hockey is a frantic frenetic game with a bouncy little black frozen thing <laughs> that everybody's chasing after nobody wins the your, like even the best guys in the corners on the front of the net don't win all their puck battles I mean hockey is a game of mistakes and lost opportunities and missed chances um, but don't give up something clean, right? Like, okay, you lose a puck battle, but engage in the battle for three or four seconds. So if the other guy gets the puck, 
he comes out of it and then he's got to face one of your teammates or he has to pass through a bunch of legs to get to the front of the net. So I think that's what you need from McLeod. I mean, what did I know we're two coaches now, but what did Dave Tippett say? You got to get in the guts of the game. Yeah. That's off in the front of the net, but that's in the corners too. And you think about that, about guts, you know, Todd McClellan had that great line too. play inside the other guy's equipment. Like think of battling for a puck and you're thinking, I'm going to get inside this guy's equipment. That's how I'm going to try to take it away from him. That's what Yanmark does. That's what James Hamblin's done to earn the respect of, of the fans. Right, and that's here. why they keep getting consistent shifts. And it's not, a t- I mean, Hamblin's getting his nine or ten minutes a game. But, like, last night I looked, I, I, he didn't play very much last night. And I thought, geez, I thought he played more than that. That's great. Because I was noticing him <laughs> when he was on the ice because he's kind of in the right spot and kind of in the way enough that he's not giving up free opportunities to the other team. Now, also, the Colasar goal wow. was a, a heck <laughs> From of a him play. Yeah, like, well, you know how bad I thought he was last year. And then I see him night after night. And yeah. I'm like, okay, he's actually... <laughs> Yeah, I actually see why he's he gets to play as much as he does. But I, anyway, yeah, McLeod. That's but that's what this team needs, right? And that's what's separating Edmonton from Vegas. I think is just that well-rounded thoroughness from forwards one through twelve and defensemen one through six, right? Because the Vegas top guys were not that good last night, and they still got a point out of the game. I think all all told, I wouldn't say their top six was. No. Was overly flashy or overly strong, as compared to how they can play. I would agree with that. Stone had a nice goal, but Eichel wasn't necessarily as dominant as as we've seen him be. Um, I got to sneak in a prospect report here for our friends at Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace reface and because they don't have a ton of prospects at all i'll let you know that uh, he's up over a point per game now is Raphael lavoie at the uh, american league level is uh, five goals and and uh, eight points in seven games for lavoie otherwise uh, you got brady stonehouse pacing the play, um, uh, prospects with 16 points in 23 games so stonehouse coming off of a, a decent start to the season for the ottawa 67s slow down significantly recently it's Matt Capone playing at Merrimack College the seventh round pick from this season who's having a nice year at 16 points in 13 games these are the two guys that we're keeping an eye on because Bo Aiki has been hurt for the last several weeks and hey this day in Oilers history as well it's brought to you by New West Travel Montreal road trip is sold out by now the Nashville one I heard was a blast the next one the next Oilers Now road trip. Details coming very, very soon on that. We'll go back to 1996. Marius Tchaikovsky has a goal and an assist as the Oilers beat the Sharks 4-2 in San Jose. Ryan Smith, Jason Arnott, and Kelly Buckberger all with the other markers. 6 o'clock tomorrow, we will have live hockey action here on 6.30. Chad Reed has the face-off show at 4.30. Bob will be hosting this program at 3 o'clock, live from Winnipeg. I haven't heard that I'm picking up the first half hour or anything, so expect the big man to get you caught up on everything that you need to know ahead of that final game before a six-day layoff. Let's see him empty the tank. What's coming up tonight, Reed? Luke Yazik's on the show tonight. 
It's coming right up after a global news weather traffic update with James Dunn. Tomorrow we have Ron McLean on the show for NHL Hockey on Rogers or from there for Century Casino Edmonton. Louis DeBrusque will jump aboard as well. Brendan Escott here saying thanks for chipping in on the text line. So long. We'll talk to you tomorrow.